Hello, Being Support. I'm your host, Neil Verma. Welcome to eBrandCast, where we decode what branding truly is so you can build a dominant e-com brand. Today, we're going to dive into what I know is a highly controversial topic with e-commerce entrepreneurs, and that is whether you should start your e-commerce business on Amazon or with a branded site of your own. This debate has been raging for over 20 years now, partly because the argument for and against marketplaces continue to change. Because although e-commerce is still a young channel, it evolves very quickly. But as an entrepreneur, you still need to make this important decision for your brand. The role of marketplaces has gone through three distinct phases. The first phase is the longest, which we can roughly define as starting in the mid-90s and only ending around 2017. During this time, eBay and Amazon were the go-to marketplaces for online shoppers. Especially early on, when e-commerce was still in its infancy, buying online was still a new concept, and for consumers, trust was the main purchase driver. Consumers trusted big marketplaces that offered them great protections. For entrepreneurs, this was the golden age of e-commerce. And at the time, it was relatively easy for sellers to source unique products and rank them well on Amazon. For sellers, Amazon didn't require much capital to launch, and competition was minimal. It was a time when third-party sellers didn't need to worry too much about differentiating their offers from others. As long as you chose a profitable niche, and of course, with a few digital hacks, you were set up and customers would roll in. Since most e-com entrepreneurs were gravitating to these marketplaces, branding was understandably seen as irrelevant. And frankly, it wasn't needed in order to create a profitable online business. The convenience of Amazon, eBay, and other marketplaces for consumers superseded the need for sellers to stand out as being unique. And although there were bigger players like Zappos, who were pioneering a differentiated online experience, it was easy for third-party sellers to cut out a piece of the market for themselves. Given the situation, the debate for marketplaces versus branded sites seemed moot. The upside for leveraging a marketplace was just too numerous. And some of these advantages are still relevant today. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that the absolute most important first step to taking a build or building a meaningful and successful e-commerce business is to get started. And one of the greatest enemies of beginning and creating traction is inertia. And that's the gap between being inspired by the idea to starting your own business and actually getting set up and launching. And that is when your potential success is at its most vulnerable. There's so many choices and opportunities that getting distracted and even made becoming complacent by weighing all your options It's all a real danger. It's why the writer Ben Johnson once said, it must be done like lighting. In other words, the faster you can close the gap between wanting to start your own business and actually hitting the ground running, the sooner you'll have the insights and tools you need to turn that idea into a sustainable business. From this point of view, when you're just starting out in e-commerce and you're faced with the choice between building your own site and hopping on Amazon specifically, the choice seems rather obvious. One of the major advantages Amazon offers is the ability to set up and start selling within hours. Deciding to design and build your own site is fraught with countless decisions and choices. 
With Amazon, you just plug in the pertinent details about your business and products and you're set. A branded site takes a lot more time and effort to create. Even with a platform like Shopify or Magento, a lot more goes into getting started. Analysis, paralysis becomes a real threat when you have to worry about everything, from choosing the aesthetic look of your site to which payment gateway you're going to choose. And when you list with Amazon, all of these details are taken care of. It's this low barrier to entry that contributed to the landscape changing around 2017. At that time, marketplaces entered the second phase of their evolution. By then, more consumers were not only shopping online, but are totally comfortable with it. Trust will never be irrelevant, of course, but it was no longer the driving force behind brand and channel choice. The dovetailing of a wider market, as well as low barriers to entry, created a surge in competitors entering the space. Particularly on Amazon, where millions of third-party sellers signed up, many of whom were former suppliers realizing they could undersell competitors by going direct. Ultimately, the flood of competitors meant a flood of copycat products. Amazon has 1.9 million sellers actively selling on the marketplace today. Following a product search on Amazon, customers now had dozens of options for the same item. This sudden commoditization created a greater need for sellers to differentiate from one another and compete for customer attention. Unprecedented levels of competition also meant unprecedented levels of games. For every legitimate seller on Amazon, there are others who are willing to hijack listings and offer counterfeit items to siphon sales. Issues which Amazon seller support has always struggled with. And of course, I know that most of you are already aware of all the drawbacks of Amazon. You know to the struggle to protect your business from counterfeiters and Amazon's inability to offer adequate support for honest sellers to combat these issues. And unfortunately, it's only too easy to have your listings disappear overnight over a false complaint or due to Amazon constantly changing its policies. Maybe you've even fallen victim to this yourself. I certainly have. But it was the moment e-com entrepreneurs started to finally shift away from pure plays on marketplaces towards building more branded websites and experimenting with retail stores. In fact, even hugely successful e-commerce brands during this phase started to leave Amazon. One such departure from Amazon came from the retailer Birkenstocks, the German shoe manufacturer. Birkenstocks are famous for the contoured cork and rubber footbeds. They left Amazon in January of 2017 after a flood of counterfeit listings on the marketplace. Although they were selling select models of their shoe on the marketplace both directly and by employing several authorized sellers, Birkenstocks was struggling to control imitators. A flood of Chinese merchants entered with fraudulent products well below retail price and a string of paid-for fake reviews. It wasn't long before their listing was prioritized in Amazon's search rankings. They were also taking advantage of Amazon's logistics systems, which co-mingled inventory of the same items from various distributors in its warehouses. And the result was that often these authentic items got mixed up with fake ones. So a customer buying from an unauthorized seller might end up with the real deal, while another customer paying more from the brand itself might end up with a cheap knockoff. Too many customers ended up paying full price for shoes that quickly fell apart and didn't fulfill the brand's promise of more comfortable shoes. 
and worried about the situation was going to end up doing serious damage to their brand, they reached out, obviously, to Amazon for help. Birkenstock says that ultimately, Amazon told them they would have to agree to sell their entire product line on the marketplace. And that was the only way Amazon could actually create a totally clean environment and ensure no counterfeits made it online. This made sense for Amazon, who are out to be the world's one-stop shop for every product out there. But Birkenstocks weren't comfortable with handing over what was essentially a full control of the brand, so they decided to back out out of the marketplace altogether. In addition, in December of 2017, right before the items disappeared from the marketplace altogether, Birkenstocks won a lawsuit against Amazon. While they were on the site, Amazon was allowing unauthorized sellers to optimize and bid on keywords that misspelled Birkenstocks because it's a brand name that customers hearing it for the first time might easily misspell. It only added to Birkenstocks' fear that unsuspecting customers might be lured to low-quality fakes. Especially with Birkenstocks ready to leave the marketplace within weeks, they didn't want to allow any further damage to the brand, and rightly so. Birkenstock's story, unfortunately, isn't unique. Amazon has proved themselves to be either unable or unwilling to launch a full-scale efforts against counterfeits. While there are steps you can take to ensure Amazon's customers buy from you or authorize sellers, there's still significant danger to your brand's reputation. An example from the e-commerce world of this dilemma is Ranch Road Boots, a brand that makes premium leather cowboy boots. And after selling locally for four years, Ranch Roads launched online in 2016, including on Amazon. By 2018, 50% of their sales were attributed to the marketplace. By August of 2019, the brand decided to stop selling on Amazon altogether. Even though sales number were good, the cost, both financial and in terms of brand equity, became unsustainable. In addition to advertising costs, Ranch Roads was also paying 18% commission, making their margins too thin for long-term growth. And even though the boots sold well, they had twice the return rate with Amazon customers than direct sales through their own website. Part of the reason was that their merchandise wasn't being cared for properly. And because their shoe boxes were being shipped in envelopes, they often arrived at the customer's doorstep battered and crushed all of which was only giving customers a disappointing experience and negatively impacted the perception of Ranch Road's brand. When customers returned the boots, Amazon would give buyers a full refund Ranch Road's was forced to absorb. And even when the brand knew certain customers were gaining the generous return policy, Amazon required Ranch Road's to fulfill those orders. For both Birkenstocks and Ranch Road's boots, it's clear that what underlies these disputes is a fight over who controls the brand. Don't get me wrong, Amazon is a great platform, especially if you're starting out. But you need to understand that at the end of the day, Amazon is more worried about their own success than protecting your brand. The influx of competitors and great product commoditization of this phase leading to a more and more brands setting up their own storefronts with an equally appealing brand experience meant that Amazon was now facing greater competition to their e-commerce dominance. During this phase, Amazon started to look for new ways to keep consumers in their ecosystem. Although there are plenty of e-com businesses that thrive selling only on Amazon, the fact is these buyers aren't really your customers, they are Amazon's customers. 
particularly if you use FBA, most customers don't realize they're buying from anyone other than Amazon. FBA, obviously, fulfillment by Amazon. The same advantages Amazon offers e-com entrepreneurs often makes customers blind to who is actually buying, who they're buying from. This by design of, is, of course, by design. Amazon wants to be the out-front brand for competitors, and while they offer entrepreneurs some important and powerful tools to build their own businesses, they own the customers. Even as a seller, you'll never know your customers' details. Amazon also jealously guards all the customer data they collect. Sure, you may benefit from how this data optimizes their product pages, review system, and checkout process, but you'll never have the tools to reach out to your own customers if you are only on Amazon. In other words, because you have no way of building a relationship with these customers, you're not building a brand on Amazon, you're just another product seller. Increasingly, Amazon is competing with their third-party sellers, not supporting them. While you might think Amazon's constant improvements to their platform and customer experience will only improve sales on their marketplace, these adjustments are actually to Amazon's benefit, not yours. Keep in mind, Amazon is looking to impose the Amazon experience on their customers. Even though Amazon's Choice Badge was created to prioritize Amazon's own products. And as voice-assisted shopping through devices like the Echo increase, Amazon's algorithm will zero in on Amazon's own products unless the customer specifically asks for by brand. And as you probably know, one of Amazon's major changes over the past few years is the expansion of their private label program. Amazon routinely tracks the top-selling products by third-party sellers, then creates their own version, sometimes under the Amazon Basics brand, other times under private label. Allbirds, an e-commerce sneaker retailer, were themselves the victims of Amazon's ruthless expansion. The brand wasn't even officially selling on the marketplace, but in September of 2019, Amazon launched its own sneaker called the Galen. And it looked suspiciously like Allbirds' wool runner. What made the news especially cheeky was that the Galen was launched the same week Amazon announced an ambitious new plan to combat climate change. The Allbirds brand is rooted in sustainability and they saw the move as a clear infringement on their territory. Joey Zwillinger, co-founder of Allbirds, described the Galen as the first algorithmically generated copycat. Amazon had apparently used the same analytics to design their shoe as they do to choose the products they private label to undercut third-party sellers. At the risk of sounding too negative about marketplaces, None of this necessarily means that Amazon or other marketplaces are the wrong choice for you, even after you have established a profitable business. But look again at Birkenstocks, Rancho Boots, and Allbirds. They were able to leave Amazon without a major impact on their brands, precisely because they had a strong brand independent of Amazon. They didn't need to rely on Amazon, but there are other many smaller e-com companies and entrepreneurs who do. You might be one of them. Amazon's increasingly aggressive moves to emphasize their own brand means that more and more Amazon is your competitor, not an ally. Amazon is certainly making the right decisions to bond consumers more closely to the Amazon brand. It's just at the expense of the smaller third-party sellers. If you do choose to get started on Amazon, the key lesson to take away here is not to rely on any single channel. 
This is the enduring lesson of the second phase of evolution for online marketplaces. The perception that you either choose to sell on a marketplace or your own site is a false choice. Unfortunately, many entrepreneurs don't understand how much has really changed our marketplace because the first phase of evolution lasted for more than 20 years, while the second phase phased only spanned three years. So they are stuck in the mindset of five years ago, thinking choosing between a marketplace and a website is black and white choice. A mindset that might as well be 50 years ago in terms of effectiveness. And this evolution isn't slowing down. We're now early into the third phase, which began in the early months of 2020 with the outbreak of the COVID pandemic. While e-commerce was already moving towards omnichannel branding, COVID has made it table stakes. In terms of customer behavior, extensive lockdowns and social distancing have pushed more customers online in a short span of time. A range of products like groceries that were once considered too cumbersome to buy online are now mainstream. And while the competitive flood of phase two led to a greater demand for branding and differentiation, in the current phase, the demand for branding is coming from customers themselves. Because the pandemic didn't just push people online, it also reshuffled everyone's priorities. Lockdowns significantly impacted the economy and many consumers are worried about the health of their loved ones. In terms of shopping, it means most consumers aren't as open to direct sales pitches as they once were. It means you can't rely on messaging that leans on offers and discounts. Instead, consumers are looking for purpose-led brands that are prioritizing the community's well-being over their own bottom line. And if you're going to have a trustworthy purpose, that requires a brand. Not to mention there's more emphasis on the customer experience. As more people spend more of their time online, they expect a seamless, smooth experience no matter what device they're using or what channel they're on. In other words, the reality of evolving customer expectations means that relying on Amazon just isn't a viable plan anymore. Yes, creating your own storefront is more labor-intensive than creating an account on Amazon and creating a few listings, but it's a much harder to create long-term competitive advantage on any marketplace. Remember, even if most customers these days start a product search on Amazon, your products aren't going to be the only ones that show up in the search results. Consumers will see pages upon pages of your competitors' products too, and because Amazon makes customers brand blind, they'll likely focus on price and product pictures to make purchase decisions. This leads to a more unpredictable conversion rates and profits. With the right strategy and tools, it's absolutely possible to build a branded site website that offers customers a purchase journey that is as seamless and comfortable as us of Amazon. The difference is that with your own site, you'll own the entire customer experience. You'll have control over every step of the journey and over every brand decision, and your customers will be your customers. You'll know exactly who they are. With each purchase, you'll be able to build an email list that lets you market directly to your biggest fans and inspire brand loyalty and reliable, predictable repeat purchases. You'll be able to offer more personalized customer service, especially if a customer is asking a question about one of your products. Amazon's service can't possibly rely on experts in every product in their catalog, which often sends customers searching for answers in product reviews and Amazon's Q&A section of product pages. But with your website, you can offer precise help on everything that you offer. If you offer an area of products, you can more effectively cross and upsell these items. 
Amazon generates a list of related products and items other customers order at the same time. But more often than not, none of these recommendations include other products in your lineup. By controlling how you present and relate each product, you can learn more about your customer's preferences. And with each purchase, you'll get a clear picture of what each customer bought, how much they spent, and what they're interested in. In other words, you'll actually get to know your customers and what motivates them, allowing you to continually improve and optimize both your products and your website experience. Knowing your customers isn't just good for relationships either. It allows you to grow your business more effectively and quickly. Because Amazon hoards all of their customer data to themselves, you're blind as to how each customer found your product and why they choose you instead of the myriad of other choices. With your own site, you own the customer data and can easily determine how customers are finding your page, what they're most interested in, and then see their behavior patterns. With the larger picture of each customer's path to purchase, you can then allocate resources to the channels and traffic sources that are the most profitable and effective. You'll see where in your sales funnel you're losing the most customers and then be able to quickly fix any shortcomings to maximize conversions. Revenues are no longer unpredictable. You have control over the customer journey and the power to improve on it. Nor will you be subject to the whims of Amazon's self-interest and unpredictable policy changes. With your own site, you're not in danger of losing your whole business overnight without any reason or recourse. You will also are free to set your own prices, run creative marketing campaigns, and more streamlined retargeting efforts. With access to customer data, you can send out highly personalized ads that bring customers back to your site, not your competitors. On Amazon, search rankings shift all the time. When a customer isn't ready to buy today, when your listing appears on the first page of results, they may be ready to buy when your listing has been buried by a new competitor. But perhaps most importantly, you'll graduate from being a product seller to a brand builder. While Amazon's product pages are powerfully optimized and effective, they still present your products generically with very limited options to customize. With your own website, you have full control over the context you build around your products. You can infuse your brand's unique personality into each offering and ensure you're sending the right message to your customers. You will engage consumer emotions and build a bond. If you want customers to associate your brand with your product category or industry, you'll need to carefully balance a channel strategy that includes a marketplace. People tend to remember the marketplace, not the third-party seller, whose brand name is buried somewhere on the product page. So the marketplace gets the benefit of the customer's positive emotional association, not you. A branded website allows your business to take full credit for the product you offer and the purchase experience. The good news is that branding will also remove the potential for analysis paralysis while building your website. Most of the major decisions from design elements to the voice behind your product descriptions will be made ahead of time. So although building a website is more work upfront than creating an Amazon account, branding removes most of the major pitfalls that trap other entrepreneurs in development hell. And more importantly, a strong brand is what e-commerce customers now expect. It's true that you can't ignore Amazon or other marketplaces as a sales channel, and you shouldn't, well, unless you're building a brand that's independent of those platforms, you're going to be at their mercy. 
Many e-commerce entrepreneurs are drawn to this calling precisely because they want to build something they can really own and the freedom that entails. But until you own a brand new website, until you set aside the time and put in the effort to build a brand, you won't really own your business. You'll just be hustling products. E-commerce has moved beyond this business plan and you don't want to put your business in danger just because you're stuck in the mindset of three years ago instead of today's reality. Start on Amazon if you need to, but make sure you're building a brand alongside those efforts. Okay, you've been listening to eBrandCast where we decode what branding truly is so you can build a dominant e-com brand. If you enjoyed today's show, please let us know. We love the feedback and we read every review we get. Not just that, but since our podcast is brand new, reviews help us out a lot. They increase the visibility of the podcast and help us reach more entrepreneurs like yourself. More importantly, your suggestions let us know what we're doing well and what we can improve on, so please post your thoughts. And as a thank you for taking the time, we're offering everyone who leaves us a review free lifetime access to the 7C Canvas platform. It's an online tool that allows you to fill out, save, and share as many versions of the 7C Canvas as you can come up with. What's the 7C Canvas? It's ultimate one-pager building block technique to creating an e-commerce brand strategy. It accompanies our flagship 7C method and is the perfect companion for our book checkout. Getting access is an easy three-step process. First, post a review on Apple Podcast. Five stars is always welcome. Second, take a screenshot of your review. And finally, email your screenshot to reviews at ebrandbuilders.com and we'll reply back with instructions to access the new home for your brand strategy. Can't wait for the next new episode and want to hear more? You can find all of our past episodes at ebrandcast.com and you can make sure you never miss a new episode by subscribing. Thank you again for tuning in today. See you in the next one. Bye for now. Thank you.